There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread America. everybody doing out there today it is what is what, what is it it's thursday fucking hey november 16 2023 and as i said before i am your host dot q all right let me get situated here guys all right here we go here we go music is playing let's rock it no let's get with it let's go on the show we got it all right guys Please, and uh, thank you in advance. Guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please make sure that you are subscribed to the to the channel and that you share it. Um, and then if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, if you could give me a rating, preferably a five-star, and if you want to leave a comment on the Apple uh, podcast, I will read it. I've read the last couple of ones. You guys, just keep on bringing them, keep on sending them in. I enjoy hearing what you guys have to say because I believe that the majority of you guys listening to this are just regular, regular old people like me. You know, nothing special about us. We're just Americans. I mean, not all of us are Americans. I know I got plenty of listeners from overseas, and uh, I appreciate that. I'm gonna throw this one out here to Eric because I'm sure he's listening over in Spain where all the crap is happening. I got your emails. I'm going to go through them and hopefully I can bring them up on Sunday when I do another show. So, not ignoring you, buddy. <laughs> but just to let you guys know, you can reach out to me. You can send me stuff. It's just, you know, my tagline is, what, what is it? What do I say? I'm just a, a regular dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. I don't make a penny doing this. So when you send me emails, when you send me messages, I really try to do my best, and I want to do some research on it. And he sent me a couple of emails lately because of all the stuff going on in Spain. So I'm going to read all the stories and get them together. 
Um, like I said, hopefully I, I'm going to try and do another show Sunday. And the reason I say that is because obviously we're rolling into Thanksgiving. Um, and I got a lot of stuff to do. My wife likes to have the house nice and decorated for Christmas. And who, who does that? <laughs> this guy. So I'm going to, if I don't bring you a show Sunday, it will be Monday, but the best way to know that is to uh, make sure you're following the show, you're subscribed, and you'll get the update, you'll get the alert on your phone. And also, if you want to follow us on social media, we are Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and uh, the Ticker Talker. And the Ticker Talker is mainly just to make drinks. I've got a handful of videos. I'm actually drinking one of those drinks right now. It's very, very good. It is called a chocolate peanut butter old-fashioned if you want to learn how to make it, check us out. TikTok, Don't Tread on America. Also, we are on, I'm on the uh, Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And uh, if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at Don't Tread on America.com. From any of those situations, you can message me, you can email me, you can talk to me, whatever it is. All the links are at the bottom of the podcast app, which you're listening to this on. Also, I have one other link on there. It's for the DTOM store. Guys, please check that out. Really, all you're doing there is helping the show out, helping me with advertising, helping me with paying for the distribution of the show, and so on and so forth. Like I said before, I'm just a dude. I'm just a regular guy. And I know it's tough. I know times are tough and things are tough. And I get that. That's kind of why I'm doing the, the store, um, to kind of help offset the cost. And I know I'm asking you guys to help me with that and i'm not asking a lot i'm not asking you to join a patreon and pay for it i don't think the show's that good personally maybe it is i don't know um <clears throat> but you know the t-shirts are cool you're helping me out people look at your shirt or your sweatshirt or whatever and be like what, what is that what is don't try america oh man it's this podcast this dude he's fucking crazy and they'll be like oh cool i have to check that out yeah you do because he's awesome anyway so Check it out, uh, DTOM store. Guys, stuff ships out really quick. I mean, I'm, I'm usually, I think it's about a week. Usually if you order something, say today's Thursday, if you order something today or Friday, you'll probably have it by next Friday, more than more than likely. Everything I've seen, I bought a, a shirt because I wanted to see the quality. I know Chris, the guy that's occasionally on the show, bought a couple of shirts. Another gentleman bought a glass, a whiskey glass. So, I mean... Check it out. I'm going to go in there and buy some more stuff because I like the whiskey glass. He showed it to me. He follows me on Facebook. And uh, I'm going to buy a hoodie because, I mean, granted, I live in Florida. It doesn't always get cold. But, you know, sometimes when it gets chilly, like around 60, it's nice to throw a hoodie on. But anywho, here we go. I don't know if you guys are following this or if you really even give a shit. But I'm going to talk about it anyway because I find it interesting and it kind of takes the attention off of all the bullshit going on in Israel. Um, <clears throat> but what in the hell's going on at the Daily Wire? Now, the other day, Candace Owen and um, Ben Shapiro have been going at it. Now, they work together at Daily Wire. I don't know the specifics as far as the the employment the employee, employment, employee, employer structure. I don't know who's in charge there. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of people think that Ben Shapiro is, and I don't believe that that's the case. I think he's a like the editor, the the you know something like that. I don't think he's necessarily in charge. But between the two of them, they've been having a a battle over words, and and I'll start it with now. 
I, I'm not a person. Personally, I don't really give a shit, so here we go. I don't really care about Ben Shapiro, personally. I don't like him. I think he's smarmy. I think he's uppity. I think he thinks he's better than you. And personally, I don't care if you have more money than me or less money than me or the same amount of money than me. You are not better than me. I'm not better than you, and you're not better than me. But he strikes me as the kind of guy that feels like you are beneath him, whether I'm talking about myself, Candace Owens, or anyone else listening to this podcast, that I believe that's just the way I feel. Like When I hear him talk like I've tried to listen to his podcast or his show, I just can't. I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Because to me, this sounds like an entitled. He he sounds, he is the opposite, the equal opposite. I don't know if that's a phrase or if, if I just made that up, but of, of a <clears throat> liberal college student. And what I mean by that is this. You see these kids in college that are pro- Hamas or pro this or pro BLM or pro this and pro that and hate this and hate that. And every single one of them, I shouldn't say every single, but the majority of them are there because their parents have money, right? Most of them are there because their parents have money. Not saying they didn't deserve to go to college. They probably obviously have to get the grades and the SATs and ACTs and you got to get all that stuff to be able to be accepted to school, but if any of you guys have gone to college, you understand that it is not a cheap venture. Most of us would have to get a scholarship to offset the cost, right? Or most of us opted to not go because of the cost and didn't want to go into debt and have student loans and whatnot. But a lot of these kids get to go because their parents have the ability ability to let them go. And I have no problem with that my problem is that these brats are downplaying whatever the trend is this week or this month or whatever and they're they're those people and he strikes me as a similar person just his views are a little bit different now he was videoed the other day he was at a school somewhere doing a conference and someone and and by all accounts, it doesn't seem he doesn't seem to know that he's being videotaped because obviously it was done with the phone, whatever. Now, this video has leaked and I'll, I'll play that here in a minute, but I'm going to play the reason why he said what he said. I guess maybe I could do that in reverse. Let me see if I can find the video real quick of him saying and there goes the fucking Twitter machine. Uh, of course. God, I swear to fucking God. You know, I'm going to get into... Oh, something went wrong, right? Ben Shapiro posts no videos on his... Uh, <laughs> on his uh, uh, Twitter, evidently. Jesus Christ in heaven, I swear to God. See, this is the trials and tribulations of doing a podcast and having to depend on the motherfucking internet to be able to do that. Jesus Christ, come the fuck on. God damn it, I swear to God. Well, let me just play the fucking video from goddamn Candace Owens. There are people in America that are sitting here going, okay, well, 
Can you answer why Jews are so special? Because as white people in this country on, on university campuses, we are being taught that we are not allowed to have a voice. We have had to endure exactly what you're talking about, BLM. We've endured much worse than you have because it's in the actual textbooks. We are being told that we are systematically racist, that we are born wrong because of the color of our skin. And if we say mm -hmm. anything, we'll lose everything. This is the typical experience on white campuses. So people, this is not what about us. And this is like actually what we have been fighting for years. So it sort mm -hmm. of arrived as I think for a lot of Americans, a surprise when they're saying, well, now that it's about Israel, which is something that's overseas, we need to you know, hand these university professors, we need to do something about this issue. Why weren't we trying to correct course on this issue? Why weren't donors pulling their funding out of these universities? Why weren't these same things being said for these last, I would say eight years of rampant BLM, white man can't do anything right actively being taught in the classrooms. So there are people that are asking that question now. What I have said is that explicit calls for genocide, which was stunning to me to see that in, mm. in, in Congress, are completely wrong. It is com frankly crazy. I have not weighed in on the IDF's response in the same way that I, I have consistently said through every war, Ukraine and Russia, I don't want to be involved. I have said I don't want to be involved in Israel and Palestine, all these conflicts. My consistency seems to offend people, right? But I haven't made a single tweet or a single comment on IDF's response in Palestine. I haven't said a single thing about that. I have said it is okay. always sad when a child dies. And the lack of humanity that I have seen from both sides has been very troubling for me. But well, to, to if, say that I have to say weigh in and suddenly be, be, you know, wave an Israeli flag and say things that, you know, be, because you decide that you get to use my platform because it's personal to you, how is that fair to people? How is that fair? And then to then go a step further and to suggest that it, it might be anti-Semitic, which is basically silence is violence as a leftist tactic, to me feels very extreme. This is not about a geographical, geopolitical dispute between Israel and Palestine. This is about an ideological mission to rid the world of Israel and, and the Jews. That's what I think people misunderstand. Yeah, well, I, well, Jews live very comfortably in the United States of America, so they're not going to be, I mean, it, you know, obviously, Jews they lived are, comfortably in Germany before World yeah, War. Before yeah, but Germany too. I, I they did. I, Doctors, I lawyers, really struggle. I really struggle when people start using, you know, things that have happened in the past that are abhorrent, like slavery, to say that, like, if this doesn't happen, then slavery is going to be back, or if this doesn't happen, then it's going to be the Holocaust too. I think there's a lot more meaningful chatter and discussion that we can have. We don't have to resort to that kind of, you know. History um, repeats itself if you forget it, you know? You have to be conscious, and Jews especially. Unfortunately, I, I'm a grandchild of all four of my grandparents are Holocaust survivors. So what do you make of the Holocaust well? survivors and the Jewish people in New York City that are protesting on behalf of Palestine? That's a great question. Think, yeah, I think that there's a, a very strange, bizarre... Um, I mean, it's the same people that you would condemn as the people of the white people who bow down to BLM protesters who hate themselves and feel a certain sense of guilt. They feel a certain sense of, I think a lot of the ideologies on the woke left, to the extent that things are good and prosperous and virtuous, they condemn as bad. And the things that are broken morally and depraved, they see as good. This is the lens by which the far left views things. And I think these Jews that happen to be politically far left and maybe are not that connected to their Judaism or... I'm going to stop it there because <clears throat> the thing is about this guy is what he doesn't understand. I have no idea who the fuck this is. But um, <clears throat> the Hasidic Jews in Israel are protesting the war. So you don't make any sense. But anyway, so to what Shapiro had said after that particular and episode... And then the question is about Candace Owens. I think her behavior during this is disgraceful. Without a doubt, 
And he said that her, uh, you know, she's being, her behavior is disgraceful, essentially. But like she said, I'm not on one side or the other. I think killing children is bad, period. And that's something that I had said. I mean, who the fuck am I, right? But, (laughs) and um, I think that's important to understand that you, if you, as a person, now I'm talking about myself, I'm talking about Candace Owens, I'm talking about whoever. If you don't take the side, if you don't automatically take the side of Israel, you are a anti-Semite, period. You can't even ask the fucking question of what is right and what is wrong. I have come on here how many times, and I honestly think that I've probably lost a couple of listeners. And, and, you know, it is what it is. If you're too ignorant to understand what I'm trying to say, then so be it. Whatever. Go listen to Joe Rogan. Go listen to whoever the fuck you want. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? My paycheck isn't dependent on if I get 5,000 listeners or 1,000 listeners. And I'm not trying to dismiss any of you guys that are listening. I appreciate every single one of you, but... You have to understand what I'm trying to say and what she's trying to say is that, look, (laughs) this, whatever the reason is this is going on, whether it's occupation, the, the Muslims, period, and Jewish people, period, don't get along. Is there a way to fix that? Probably not. And the reason I say that is because of this. And I'm going to take it back to, say, college football. If you're a college football fan, you'll understand that. Now, I'm not saying, okay, I'm a Florida Gator fan. Granted, we're having a bad bad time right now. I get it. But if you're, a, say, a Georgia Bulldog fan, you're having a great time right now. And kudos to you. Um, I'm happy for you, but I cannot stand your, not <laughs> you personally, I can't stand your guts. I can't stand your team's guts. Now, Obviously, we're not going to go to war over. We're not going to fight. We're not going to kill each other over, over the Bulldogs versus the Gators or the Seminoles versus the Gators or whatever, right? But, okay, so Chris, the guy that's on the show occasionally, he's a Tennessee volunteer fan. So every year, we go back and forth, right? But it's not a situation that if the Gators beat the Vols or the Vols beat the Gators, we, we hate each other or we're going to fight each other or kill each other. Now, obviously... It's different there. They do hate to the death on both sides. The difference here is, and what people don't seem to realize, and I'm not going to make this a show about Israel. We're going to get off of this quickly, so just hang with me. The difference here is, this is a conflict that's been going on for thousands of years. Forget about Israel. Forget about Palestine. Forget about any of that stuff. This has to do with the religions it has nothing to do with the countries or the people per se it's about the it's about the um the the religions of these people it has nothing to do with israel or palestine or lebanon or syria or whatever (sighs) say what you want about no one's right in this situation no matter what i say it's going to be looked at differently. And no matter what she says, it's going to be looked at differently. Because why? Because I'm not automatically, she's not automatically saying, Israel's right, Palestine's wrong, kill them all. Okay? Now, I, at one time in my life, 
I believed that these people in the Middle East were animals. Now, I'm not saying that there's not animals in the Middle East, but I'm not saying that there's not animals in this country either. Do you understand what I'm saying? We are not any better than them. Jews are not any better than them. Muslims are not any better than me or than Jews or whoever. We are all equal. No matter what what Bible, what what uh what uh, religious documents you want to believe, they are all basically the same. The names might be a little different, but they're all basically the same. That we are all created by God, whoever your God is, okay? Your God isn't any better than my God. I would even venture to argue that your God and my God are the same people. There was just a different interpretation of the texts, do you understand what I'm saying? And I could be wrong. I could be way wrong. I'm not a biblical scholar by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just looking at it from the outside. If there is only one creator for all of us, okay, whether you're white, black, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, you know, you're Asian, you're, you know, whatever you are, <laughs> there can't, I can't imagine a world or in existence where there is multiple gods. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about like in Greece time where they said there was the god of sun and the god of rain and the god of this and the god of that. I think that was just what people believed back then. But if you believe what the Bible says or what the Quran says or what the Torah says, that God created man and God did this and God did that. It doesn't mean that the Jewish God did this and the Muslim God did that and the Christian God did this. I personally, it's my personal opinion that that God that those three different religions speak of is one person, is the same. So, am I at fault if I don't automatically jump on the Jewish bandwagon? Because it has nothing to do with what your religion is. It has to do with what you are doing. Now, Hamas, whatever they did, they, you know, paraglided in, they killed some people, they took some people hostages. I get it. Be pissed. Take it out. I understand your point. But you're bombing and killing innocent people. Well, they did the same thing. Yes, they did. They, the Hamas, the Hamas people, the Hamas terrorist group are a terrorist group. That's what terrorist groups do. They create terror. Kill them. Fine. I have no problem with that. The problem is you're killing innocent children far more than what Hamas ever did. You're killing innocent civilians far more than what Hamas did. Well, it's because they're hiding under hospitals and they're hiding in refugees. Okay, then find a different way. Now, I'm saying this with the fact that I know that this country that I live in, and if you live in England and you, you understand, we have done some bad things to innocent people. I'm not saying that we're any more right than what Israel's doing. I'm saying that there's got to be a better way. Well, if you want to believe the narrative of 9-11, we'll go with the official story. Well, Osama bin Laden, these people came over and they killed over 3,000 innocent Americans. Okay. 
Fine. Now, I'm not going to make that argument. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, you know, in the Muslim world, they feel all Americans are infidels and that uh, we're all guilty of something. I'm not even going to go there with that. They, if you, like I said, if you want to believe the official narrative, if you don't listen to my 9-11 show, if you want to believe the official narrative, that's fine. Osama bin Laden, the Saudi and, and Af- you know, whoever it was that was involved in all this killed over 3,000 people by hijacking planes. So kill those people. Do we need to go over there and cart? Do we need to invade Iraq that technically wasn't even involved in 9-11? <laughs> but no, we did that anyway. So my point being is this. You can take a side. You can say George Floyd wasn't murdered. He died of an overdose and be fine. Or you can say that George Floyd was murdered and he was killed by a racist cop. That's your opinion. If you want an opinion or you want a fact, and the thing that kills me about all this is one of the biggest things that Ben Shapiro's quoted on saying in his, one of his biggest things is, uh, facts don't, uh, fact, what is it? Facts about, uh, you know, basically facts don't care about your feelings, right? But he himself ignores facts. So, and here, and I found this, this clip, I'm going to play this one real quick. I say that real quick because I don't know that I'll find it real quick, you know, but I'm going to go with real quick. How's that sound? Um, Ben Shapiro also believes that we, America, should should uh, send all of our troops over there. We should go over there and annihilate Palestine, Palestinian people. And I'll say this about that. I have no idea how old Ben Shapiro is, but you first, buddy. You first. I'm going to play this clip. Now, this is what's amazing to me. Here is a Jewish person, Ben Shapiro. Now, listen to what he says about Jesus. And now, I don't, I don't care what he says. It's his opinion. And this is obviously an older video. So, where are the Christians at? And where is the Roman Catholics? And where are the staunch religious people? Where are they at right now with this? Which point of view? Or we don't believe in the divinity of Christ. I right. think that the, there you can make an argument that the... The Gospels, which were written, he was just a signif- prophet. And, right? signif- no, no, no. We don't even believe he was a prophet. What do you think he was? What do you guys? I, think I, I he mean, was? I, what I, what do I think he was historically? I think he was a Jew who tried to lead a revolt against the Romans and got killed for his trouble, just like a lot of other Jews at that time who were crucified mm. for trying to lead revolts against the Roman and got killed for their trouble. So he became legend and story, and it became a bigger and bigger deal as time yeah, went on. Yeah, he had a group of followers, and then mm. that gradually grew. At this point of view, where we don't believe in the divinity of Christ. So essentially, he doesn't believe that Jesus is who. The Bible says he is. Okay. His opinion. That's that's fine. I I personally have no problem with that. But if if you were to come out and say the opposite to him about Jews or the, you know the Jewish God and I'm not trying to be ignorant, I don't know. He would he would lose his fucking mind. If if this show was any bigger and he listened to the show I did about 3 weeks ago, I would be enemy number one to him. You know what? We can we can all agree to disagree. And we can all coexist. 
But if I, if Candace Owens, if you and whoever else doesn't agree with what's going on in Israel, or better yet, if you don't give a fuck, you should be able to not give a fuck. <laughs> because you know what? This is America, motherfuckers. And that's what we do. All right. Now, this also broke, uh, I think this was yesterday. I'll, another clip. It's a clip show here on the D-Time Show. I'm going to play this one here. Here you go. Breaking news out of Georgia, where the Fulton County DA's office has filed an emergency motion for a protective order in its election interference case in response to those videos that have been leaked. Joining us now, NBC News correspondent Vaughn Hilliard. Vaughn, what do we know? Right. This is striking because this is, of course, an ongoing uh, criminal uh, prosecution effort here as these numerous defendants are set to take the stand in their own trials. And what these videos released are, these are the proffer videos. So they're there are four defendants out of Fulton County that, upon entering plea agreements with the state of Georgia, they sat down and agreed to provide testimony, provide statements that were truthful and accurate. And those are the videos that, in the last 12 hours, we have seen release, obtained by ABC and The Washington Post, from the likes of Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell, Kenneth Chesbrough. And now what we hear from the Fulton County District Attorney's Office is a motion for a protection order, an order which would require the defense attorneys and the defendants themselves, if they want to see any material like this, that they would have to come in and watch a recording. Because what now we have an understanding of is that each of these defendants' attorneys were provided copies of these proffer videos, and clearly at some point along the way, they were disseminated to media organizations. And so what the district attorney's office is now explicitly saying in their motion is saying, quote, the release of these confidential video recordings is clearly intended to intimidate witnesses in this case, subjecting them to harassment and threats prior to trial. Uh, for District Attorney Fonnie Willis, they do not want a situation, situation in which there is a signee of these defendants that could lead to a motion to mistrial over any of this information uh, getting out there. Of course, part of the discovery process is allowing the defense to be able to look at all of the evidence that could be used against them in the courtroom during their trial. but So why didn't they just give it to them? But then this came out. So breaking, judge issues huge decision on Georgia vote emissions. Now, this was yesterday. So Judge Amy Totenberg has issued a decision uh, concurring there is sufficient reason to believe that electronic voting machines used by the state of Georgia have substantial flaws. The district court judge found there is sufficient cause to believe that there may be a cybersecurity deficiencies that unconstitutionally burden plaintiffs' First and Fourteenth Amendment rights and capacity to case effective votes that were accurately counted. Uh, Totenberg scheduled a bench trial for January 9th of 24, which entails the absence of a jury nonetheless. She acknowledged that a compromise might be possible the state legislature would take action. The court cannot waive a magic wand in this case to address a varied challenges to our democracy and election systems in recent years, including those presented in this case. But reasonably timely decisions and compromise in this case, coupled in, with prompt informed le legislative action, might certainly make a difference that benefits the parties and the public. So here's a federal judge stating that she that by all accounts that the electronic voting machines the dominion machines used by the state of georgia 
have substantial flaws. Now, this goes to show maybe Trump was right, and then you have two senators that were also elected that maybe shouldn't be. Now, what does that all mean? I guess it doesn't mean a whole lot. Now, the interesting thing is, is you have these four defendants that took plea deals against Trump, said whatever they said, but in the meantime, there's still, I think, 14, 15 other people that haven't taken plea deals. Now you have this come out on top of all of that. So it's going to be interesting. The thing is, is this is going to drag out. Even the, the situation up in New York is going to drag out. Um, I mean, there's probably a, a very good chance, I mean, that Trump wins. Then what? Then we're going to have four years. I'm not saying this to tell you guys not to vote for Trump. You do what you want. I personally think Trump deserves, as much as I'm a Ron DeSantis person, um, I think it's not his time yet. I think Trump, I'm interested to see what happens. Let me just put it like that. You guys make up your own choice. But on that same note, is it going to be four more years of bullshit like it was the four years he was in there before? I kind of think it won't be, maybe. And the reason I say that is because there's no chance for re-election. So it's not like you need to shit on him to keep him from being re-elected. Your only hope would be to get him impeached, actually impeached, where he's no longer president. I'm not saying that couldn't happen because you just had a voting cycle. It was a small voting cycle, nonetheless that people still voted for these dumb motherfuckers. So, who's to say what actually will happen? All right, this also broke the other day. I just found this today. But a federal judge smacks down Biden's ATF AR gun ban. So, why isn't this on the mainstream media? Why isn't anybody, whether you agree or disagree with this, why isn't anybody talking about this? Like, this, in my opinion, should be on every single news network, whether you agree or disagree. You know, especially you had the situation a couple of weeks ago where the guy in Maine, right? <laughs> and this this ban just came, was last week. Why is anybody saying, see, well, show happened in Maine, and now they're doing this and blah, blah, blah. So a Trump, I love how they have to tell you that, a Trump opponent federal judge just smacked down an attempt by the Biden's ATF to ban AR-15 pistols with arm braces. It's amazing, no matter how bad crime gets, the Democrats' left is still intent on trying to disarm law-abiding Americans. Gun sales are through the roof right now, as Americans are were horrified by the attacks on mostly unarmed Israels in, or by Hamas in October. So, and, I, and here's what I'm going to say about that. Whether it's unarmed Israeli, Israel, Israelis, I'm going to pause right there. Before I even mention any other countries, I'm going to pause right there. What's going on in Israel that you have unarmed civilians? I don't know what they're... I know it's not a Second Amendment situation over there because that's an American thing, but are you not allowed to own firearms in Israel? Is it a lot more difficult to do so? Do you have to jump through a lot more hoops? I love how we protect this quote-unquote democracy of Israel, but yet this is a country that forced all of its residents to get vaccinated, 
keeps them unarmed. <laughs> I'm just saying, whatever. But you look at history. You look at the history of countries who unarmed its citizens. And then the leaders that did that, whether it's Hitler or Mao or whoever. And look at what happened to those countries after the the unarming of well don that didn't happen in australia when they unarmed but but shit still goes on down there there's still violence there's still death there's still crime you had one incident in australia that caused them to ban civilian ownership of guns and it's not any different now i did a show i think about a year or so ago about that i'm not going to relive it so there are bad people that are going to do bad things If they have a gun, if they have a shovel, if they have a hammer, whatever. Shit's going to happen. People are sick in the head. It's not a gun thing. It's a mental thing. All right. Next story. Okay. So, last night in Washington, D.C., you had an insurrection outside the DNC headquarters. Far left pro-Palestine rioter are fighting with police. Now, this is where it gets a little ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying I'm pro-anybody. I've said this just earlier on the show. I'm not pro-anybody. I am pro-American, if anything. Now, I disagree with IDF doing what they're doing. I also disagree with Hamas doing what they're doing. But what these people are doing with their protest, and like I said this, I've said this a couple of times, this is not a typical protest. Because if it were a typical protest, it wouldn't be all over the news. These are organized protests. And like I've said before, these look very similar to the Summer Love protests, the George Floyd situation, the Antifa situations. So I often question their authenticity of a protest. But this is to the point where this I'm going to play this. Here's this chick here. Here's what she got to say. Just a bunch of screaming and shit, but here I'm gonna play this one last one real quick. So it's just a bunch of noise, I'm not gonna keep playing it. But these people stormed DNC, got into the Capitol building, actually into different Congress and senators' chambers, and staged a sit in. Now, these, in my opinion, right, these people should be locked up in jail and given 30-year sentences. What are they doing that's any different, whether it be the same, worse, or not as bad, than what happened on J6? Now, granted, I could play you video of J6, and I could play you stuff where people are getting loud and knocking over stuff, and I get all that. And... We can have an argument of whether those people were justified or not. I can also show you videos of that same day 
where the people are just walking through the, the Capitol building like cops are standing right there, no bubbles, no troubles, basically getting a guided tour. This is a different situation. These people are fighting. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that these people need to be thrown in jail. We need to let the J6ers out. We need to find a balance. Either they're all in jail or they're not, period. Now, this is something that actually popped up before I'm going to have a screen full of a commercial instead. That's cool. I don't even see where I can exit out of this motherfucker. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't know sometimes why things have to be so fucking difficult for me. God bless America. All right. I don't care about your little video. All right. So this popped up today. Now, this is interesting because I, I personally feel that this is one of the reasons why this show doesn't get as much traction as I believe it should get. I'm not saying that I'm the best ever, but I'm up there. No, I'm joking. I feel, and I've told this before, and that's why I asked you guys to share if you were following us on social media, to share the show. If you're even not following us on social media, still share, hey, I was listening to a podcast, blah, blah, blah. He talked about this, that, and the other thing. You should check it out. Those types of things. You know, I'm not on social media. I can't share it. You can still share it. You can share it without being on Facebook or TikTok or Twitter or whatever else. You can still share it. You can talk to your friends. Anyway, so the FCC votes to approve government takeover of the Internet. Federal Communications Commission has voted for a Biden administration plan to promote equity and diversity online that some critics are calling a takeover of the Internet. The FCC on Wednesday voted 3-2 to two for a plan that would give the federal government complete authority over the Internet. The plan is being sold as a means to prevent digital discrimination and ensure equitable access to broadband Internet in the U.S., the proposal, however, grants broad access to and regulate regulatory control over parts of the Internet that may justifiably believe will lead to government abuse. The FCC would have the authority to control the following aspects of each Internet service provider, according to the document. Network infrastructure deployment, network reliability, network upgrades, network maintenance, customer premise equipment, and installations. Speeds, capacities, uh, latency, data caps, throttling, pricing, promotional rates, and, po and position of late fees, opportunity for equipment rental, installation time, contract renewal service, termination terms, and use of customer credit and account history. Now, I kind of don't have a problem with a lot of that stuff because obviously, as you can see at the beginning of this show, I had internet issues. So... Now, I also say this. I don't know that the government's the answer. Mandatory arbitration clauses, pricing deposits, discounts, customer service, language options, credit checks, marketing and advertising, uh, contract renewal, upgrades, account termination, transfers to other covered entities, and service suspensions. The FCC Commissioner Brandon Carr earlier lambasted the Biden administration for its attempt to Internet takeover in a memorandum. Needless to say, Congress never contemplated the sweeping regulatory regime that Biden asked for or asked the FCC to adopt, let alone authorize the agency to implement it. He added, nonetheless, the commission 
will vote next week on November 15th to put uh, President Biden's plan in place. A draft of the FCC order implementing President Biden's plan is available here. Um, an exhausting, as exhausting as to read a list, the FCC Excel, Excel itself <laughs> says is not an exhaustive, uh, um, whatever, I, I don't even know what that word is, lie, maybe? The administration plans, empowers the FCC to regulate every aspect of the internet sector for the very, uh, first time ever. The plan motivated by the ideology of government control is not compatible with the fundamental prospects of the free market capitalism. But it gets worse, he adds. The FCC reserves the right under its plan to regulate both actions and omissions, whether a recurring or single instance. In other words, if you take any action, you may be liable. And if you do nothing, you may be liable. There is no path to complying with the uh, standardless regime. It reads like a planning document drawn up in the facility lounge of University so uh, Soviet Studies Department. So, essentially, if you're giving them free reign and you're going you're gonna to promote it as, oh, we can fix the speeds and we can fix the pricing and we can fix whatever. But in the meantime... They can fix it all right because if they don't like what you're saying, and I and I think this is a workaround to the whole TikTok situation where they want to ban TikTok. And I told you on I think the last show or the reason they want to do it is because they can't control it. Well, they can control it if they control the internet. Oh, I want to get on TikTok and see what's going on. Boom. Oh, look at that. Your shit just slowed down. Oh, you can't see the video. Oh, network connection error. You see what I'm saying? You're gonna get on your website, you're going to get on Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use, and you're going to start to look up something, whatever that something is. If it's something that they don't agree with, oh, look at that. You get on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and you start searching stuff. Oh, it's not there. So it's going to be similar to what I was telling you the other day. If you go on Facebook and or Instagram and search Spain, you're going to see pictures of Spain. You're going to see pretty things. You're going to see pretty girls. You're going to see landmarks. You're going to see pretty buildings. You're going to see pretty countrysides. You're going to see everything that's great about Spain. You go on TikTok and search Spain. You're going to see the shit that's actually going on over there. That's the difference. They don't want you. They want, us, they want you to see what they want you to see. And until we realize... That these little things that are portrayed to us as uh, we're going to make it better for you. When, when in your life have you ever noticed that our government has done anything for you that has been better for you? I'm waiting. I'm serious because I can't think of anything in my life that the government has done to make things better. Well, you got your freedom. You got the, this government has nothing to do with my freedom. That was way before these people were around. If anything, this government wants to take that away from us. If these people had their option and they knew that it wouldn't raise the ire of a third of this country, I would hope at least a third of this country, they would do it in a heartbeat. And that's if they could go in there and rip up the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and erase it from anyone's memory, they would do it in a heartbeat. And you can't even think that that's not a possibility, that they wouldn't do it. If they, if they know they could and there wouldn't be a rebellion, they would do it. Because that's the one thing right now that's standing in their way. 
And if you want to believe, if we want to hold on to the belief that that document is pure and is actually helping us, let that thing go away and see what happens. Me talking, me using this microphone right now and using this internet to bring you a show, gone. I would, only way I could ever think about putting out a show if it was pro Biden, pro regime narrative, whatever that regime is. Forget about your guns. Forget about all the luxuries. No matter how much or how little money you have or how much you make, you have luxuries. You have your luxuries, whatever those luxuries are. You like to smoke cigarettes. You like to drink whiskey. You like to go to the movies. You like to go out to dinner. You like to eat frozen pizzas every other night. Whatever it is, whatever your luxury is, gone. We'll determine what your luxuries are. Oh, wait, you don't get any. This is very important, and once again, something that you're probably not going to see a lot of people talking about, for whatever reason. I mean, we know the reason. We know that no matter if it's Fox or MSNBC or CNN or whoever you watch, if you watch mainstream media, they report on what they want to report on. And there's got to be a a right side and a left side because they've got to keep this country divided. That's why Fox News, in my opinion, isn't any better than CNN in the grand scheme of things. Like I've said before, when Tucker was on, I watched it every night, recorded his show. Now I watch Gutfeld, mainly because it's a little bit different take on late night TV, and I'd rather watch that than Jimmy Kimmel or whoever, right? So, <laughs> it's 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 just once we we have to realize, and I and I would assume that most of you guys listening to this understand what I'm saying, but until we the people realize that the crux of our issue in this country is media some social but a lot of it's your mainstream media because there's a lot of people that watch the news and and they might watch the news and not even realize they're watching the news and what i mean by that is let's say you're 20 whatever years old my let's take my kids for example okay my son's 27 daughter 30 my other daughter 33 probably barely even think about watching any news of any kind the, the crux of them trying to find the news is to maybe see what the weather report's going to be, in all honesty. But they probably still see some news if they're on Snapchat or if they're on TikTok, if they're on Facebook or Twitter or whatever other social media platforms are out there. And a lot of that stuff is controlled by an algorithm. So if you're a person, whatever side of the fence you're on, and even if you're, even let's, let's put it like this, even if you're a Trump supporter, but you watch videos or you pay attention to stuff that are, or you follow rock stars or movie stars or whatever that are more left-leaning or more Biden supporters, let's say, a lot of your algorithm is going to be based off of what they believe. So you might see captions from CNN or, or whoever on Snapchat, and they might be talking about something, and you might initially disagree with it but after 500 times of seeing it you might start to think yeah that's kind of fucked up and the same thing if you're a right-leaning kind of person but you still don't watch the news but you have snapchat or whatever you're going to see stuff like that that's just how they control you that's all this 
all this social media was a, was a way to get into people's homes without being on their TV. You have to decide, and I've said this before, what you want to believe. You can't just take what these people are telling us as the gospel, whether it's social media, mainstream media, podcast, whether it's me or whoever else you listen to. If you, if you hear me say something and you're kind of scratching your head on it, that's fine. Look it up. <laughs> then we can have a conversation about it. And the way to have that conversation is follow us on social media at Facebook, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, the Ticker Talker, and True Social at Don't Tread on Amer- on Don't Tread on America, and on Twitter at DTom underscore seventeen seventy five, or on our website DonttreadOnAmerica.com. And don't forget, all those entities will lead you to me and to the DTom store, guys. So check that out. And like I said before, please share this show with your friends. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, if you give us a rating, it greatly help me and the show. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for you guys. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again uh, hopefully Sunday. See ya.